Hi, this is Mike Madura and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Z. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. This is the party in the movies where they would say Avengers Assemble. But we're not the Avengers. We are ZFM Sport and in studio, Barry Manandi, Alois Bunjira. My name is Mike Madoda. Our producer is Sean Tafirinika. Before I get into the headlines, uh, do you guys watch the Avengers? Alois? No. You're not an Avengers oh. fan. That's not your type of uh, movie. <laughs> and Sean goes, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 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 uh, I'm not uh, that much into movies. You're not into movies. Actually, yeah. You, li- you like music. I like music so much that you know what my my TV can spend whole day on on, a, on, a, music a, music, channel. on a music channel. If you're not watching sports, yeah. Barry Avengers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and your, fa- your favorite? I mean, okay, give me your favorite, and then if you had to choose to be an Avenger, who would you be? Iron Man. You'd be Iron Man. Mm. <laughs> Why Iron Man? Because he's got sheets. Is it a big? Is it a big? No, but I, I, I would be uh, Black Panther. He's richer than Iron Man. Oh, now fair play, but yeah, yeah, he's richer. He, he, they had money in Wakanda, and they yeah. also had tech. Some serious, serious yeah, tech. But you see, he was, he was confined to Wakanda. Iron Man is But bit by bit. But anyway, funny enough, funny enough, I follow series. You, you follow I like series. my series. Yeah. Okay, give me your 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 greatest series of all time. One, <laughs> just one. Yeah, not I think most of them they're good, but the one that kept me awake a lot was uh, the haves and the have not. The haves and the have nots, Barry? Yeah. The heck is that? I haven't even heard Game of, of Thrones. It. And soul and food. Uh, look, uh, what are you going to go for? Game, Game, Game of Thrones is dropping right now uh-huh. for me. I mean, I'm, watch, I'm re-watching it, so yeah, I suppose it's Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, uh, yeah. I've got to agree with you. Uh, yeah. Game of Thrones for me, uh, absolutely brilliant. And we hope you to put on an absolutely brilliant show on ZFM Sport this evening with the top stories out of the world of sport on Top Hit Tuesday. What can you expect on the home front? As Zifa says the country's suspension from the FIFA family will not affect player transfers or with local clubs free to export players. It's Tuesday. Tuesday, so we have our Formula One report, a staple on the show, and it's proudly brought to you by Simoko. And the news is that Lewis Hamilton has been given a huge confidence boost after overcoming a tough start to the weekend to finish third at the Canadian Grand Prix. We'll also take you around the world in 60 with updates from England, South Africa, as well as the United States of America. In the beautiful game, Liverpool forward Sadio Mane has reportedly landed in Germany on a private jet in order to undergo a medical and sign for Bundesliga champions Bayern Munich. But being a Tuesday, we'll head to France where Paris Saint-Germain denied reports that Nice coach Christophe Galtier will be named the Parisian club's new coach and Internationale chief executive Giuseppe Morata has said the Serie A club will sign Armenian midfielder Henrik Mkhitaryan and Cameroonian goalkeeper Andre Onana in the coming days. The Warriors, the Chevrons, 
the cheetahs, the mighty warriors, and the sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. And don't forget, you are part of a team ZFM Sport. Get in touch with us. Have your say, your way. 0731-168-045. Join in our conversation. And of course, let us know what you think about some of the stories that we're carrying on this evening's show. That number again, 0731-168-045. You can also follow and interact with at ZFM Sport on all social media platforms. Now, let's get into it. Zifa say the country's suspension from the FIFA family will not affect a player transfer with local clubs free to export players. This comes after Dynamo's last week released two players, Shadrach Nyahua and Emmanuel Paga, for trials at Azam Football Club in Tanzania. The players are also expected to travel to Egypt next week for another assessment at Pyramid Football Club. Another Dynamo star, Bill Antonium, has attracted the attention of a Belgium club and is scheduled to travel to the European country for trials soon. Uh, it's uh, good news, Alois Munjira, uh, for our local talent, uh, the news that, hey, you know what, they're not going to be confined to just playing in the local league, but if they do have designs, and if there's interest uh, from other leagues and from other countries, that they will not be frustrated from making those moves. Yeah, I think uh, this announcement, uh, Mike, came as, uh, as a matter of confusion because there was a lot of confusion among people, but those that were in the know, they already knew that uh, it wasn't affecting players at all. You know, they, they were only that, it's only that their voice was very uh, very faint because it was absorbed because more people thought that it was affecting it and some actually wanted it that way because it gave leverage to those that were saying that it was really bad for the for Zifa to be suspended but I'm happy now Zifa have, they have now finally come out and actually cleared the air you know uh, to everybody you know like a broadcast sort of uh, that you know what players can actually go out and uh, and be transferred which is actually uh, quite good it kills all the speculation the talk about uh, the problems it's actually quite good because at the at the, at the beginning also we had that fear we, we we were afraid that it could actually affect players and it was and, but stifle, has always stifle careers as well you know yes, a, a yes. lot of young bright prospects are out there uh, now yes. this news of course or the development was confirmed by Zifa spokesperson Kolisani Guesela uh, who says that the country's isolation from international football does not affect player transfers TMS is an online database system that makes international transfers of players between clubs quicker smoother and more transparent and uh, our players are on that system uh, and they will continue to be for the foreseeable future. Now, let's do a quick recap. FIFA suspending Zimbabwe indefinitely from international football over government interference. This was after the SRC, the Sports and Recreation Commission, uh, had dissolved the Zifa board led by Felton Kamambo over a litany of allegations. FIFA then went on to put a number of conditions for the country's readmission, which included the unconditional reinstatement of Kamambo's executive. The SRC has since reinstated part of the dissolved Zifa board, leaving Kamambo and two other members, Philemon Machana and Brighton Malandule, in the cold. Do we meet the expectations of FIFA? Barry Manandi. Uh, look, it's it's up in the air, but if you ask, if you if if 
If I were FIFA um, And I didn't want to seem partisan And, and partial to any particular individual um, I would say that Listen, the, the, the suspension of the Zifa board has been lifted uh, And there has been a Revocation of the mandate Of the previous uh, uh, President Kamambo as well as Philip Machana and uh, Brighton Malandule I would have to honour the Assembly So but you, FIFA doesn't you, you, you reckon that this is a good enough concession That's coming out of Zim? Yes, I think it's a good enough concession. Certainly, it's a question that has been asked of FIFA, and FIFA has to respond in in some way. Now, at least the communication has gone to Zurich. Zurich is yet to respond. We'll see what they say. We'll see what they say. Uh, Chris, uh, let's get back to the uh, transfer uh, story, and of course, uh, the speculation that Alois talked about earlier, uh, that, you know what, no one really knew what was happening. And to some extent right now, no one really knows what's happening as far as our football is concerned, as far as ZIFA, the SRC, FIFA is concerned. There's supposed to be uh, some sort of uh, communication, uh, communication mm. happening. But Updates. We, yeah, we see that there has been very little of that and they could yeah. do a lot better as far as communicating is concerned. I think what communication immediately does, especially for Zimbabwean football fans, for administrators, is that it gives a sense of confidence to say, you know what, these guys didn't just come in and cause all this kerfuffle for nothing. At the moment, it looks like there was, you know, this interruption and... It's all for nothing because there's no communication in terms of what has been done, what has been achieved, what are the milestones we're supposed to be looking out for, what's the next thing that this restructuring committee is the doing. The roadmap. Are they restructuring? Does anyone know the roadmap? What exactly. is our roadmap that's taking us to full integration in international football? Yeah, and it's incredibly problematic for me because initially there was a lot of trust that, you know what, this is what it takes to bring our football back, bring our football back in terms of just the quality and just the governance around our football. There was belief. At the moment, everyone is kind of looking at it like, you know what, this interruption looks like it was for nothing because what is that committee restructuring? And if they are doing something, why are they not communicating the fact that they are doing something? Uh, honest, uh, before you come in, Barry, I want to stay with Chris and ask you that. Has the SRC once again lost face? Uh, because we saw them wade into cricket unsuccessfully and then they had to perform an embarrassing U-turn. Yes. It seems that way now, again, with football, where they've waded into the waters, they've been yeah. defined for a while, but they've had to perform another U-turn. It, it looks pretty much the same. And again, you've got the same people who are almost lethargic about their communication to the point where it casts doubt. I think when you take a look at the situation with Zimbabwe cricket, I think it was quickly remedied um, because of the... I'm going to say stakeholders around Zimbabwe cricket. Mm. There's a certain degree of, it looks like, respect that there was for cricket that unfortunately for football is not not there. there. Because immediately with cricket, there was a quick U-turn. With football is, oh, we're going to do whatever it takes to zigzag draw and no U-turn from here. Mm. But what exactly is this restructuring committee doing? What have they achieved from the time that they wrecked the football until now? The the, the challenge I have, Mike, with uh, what, what is going on in our football at the moment is that what is going on there? <laughs> exactly. That's not there. The, the, the challenge. The challenge is that nobody nobody is acknowledging the fact that football is a going concern. So football is carrying on in Zimbabwe. We're all acting like football has stopped. Now, uh, the difference being that if 
football had stopped, then certainly we could wait for the restructuring committee to finish all its work, produce a report, and then ultimately create this new great Zimbabwe football we're waiting for. However, with football being a going concern, where are the small actions that needed to be to take place for football to be fixed? For instance, um, the 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 the, the uh, restructuring of the lower divisions that doesn't have to stop, guys. Uh, Division three area zones can could have started playing football essentially and ostensibly in March this this year and run a full league until December. That is low-hanging fruit that could have happened even while the restructuring committee happens. We can't wait for a big bang of pr- approach where we wait for the report from the restructuring committee. When the report comes out, then we start to fix things. We have to fix it while it's going. And then we will we'll be, we'll be a lot closer to where we need to be by the time we reach the end rather than starting in December or when, whenever we start uh, and we We've wasted all of this time where we've been waiting for a resource. Can I just propose a reason to answer what Barry is saying, why it's Uh not considered a going concern? It's because that committee is made up of people who have never actually gotten their hands dirty in Zimbabwean football. They've never had their money in Zimbabwean football. They've never had considerable investment in Zimbabwean football. So when they're looking at it, it's a thing over there that they've stopped. It's theoretical. They, They don't think about the lives of players, of administrators, anything. It's because because they've never gotten their hands dirty. Uh, it's it's in two parts. I agree with you, Barry. Uh, everything that you said, but I want to add to that. You see, we we are looking at the restructuring committee as the committee that is going to implement change, but it's not. The restructuring committee is gathering evidence, is gathering facts, is gathering submissions so that they can actually have recommendations to the people that are actually supposed to go down dirty and implement. And why haven't that? they told that us is that? No, I'm, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. And that is Zipa. Yes. Like Barry said, Zipa now should actually be going down the structures, restructure. They they're acting like they are waiting for the for the restructuring committee. No. They, they they are the football people. You, they should you, know what is needed to be done. It, they don't have to wait for the restructuring committee. The, the question then becomes, Barry, can we trust Zifa to reform itself? <laughs> yes. No, because no. The, because the reforms that may be recommended are reforms that may reform certain people out of office. They are reforms that may lead to certain people or certain offices' influence in Zimbabwean football being diluted, etc. Can we trust those people to reform themselves to be a more professional um, thing, association? No, we can't. But no. uh, I, I, my, my, my. Not at the moment. At least my, my, my suspicion was that there was a get out of jail card, and that was the restructuring committee yeah. that was set up by, by, by the SRC, which could have put pressure on the current Zifa executive because clearly the constitution has been there, the structures have been. There. They, they, they just haven't been implemented. So it was just a case of whether it was the SRC or whether it was uh, the restructuring committee applying pressure but, but onto the Zifa executive that's to say, the the by this date. That's yes. the point that brought about by Chris that these are people that have little or no experience in Zimbabwe course, football. Yeah, yeah, these are people enough. that don't have skin in the game. So why are they going to be putting pressure on something that they don't know? They probably don't know of those previous exercises and what the recommendations were. So the problem is 
is yes. the people that set up this restructuring committee in the first place. So it, it, <laughs> it goes back to the SRC. Now, what do you guys think? Get in touch with us and let us know your thoughts on this situation in Zimbabwe football. Our WhatsApp number is 0731-168-045. That number again, 0731-168-045. The messages are already coming in. Uh, and this one reads, what do people mean when they say bring our football back? We always had football governance issues since Leo Mugabe days. In fact, before Leo Mugabe, uh, then Rafiq Khan and the infamous Asia Gate. We are not serious as a footballing nation, especially on the administration side. I don't think you'll find anyone uh, who would disagree with you regards that opinion. And now let's just give you a couple of uh, transfer updates from the local front uh, before we take a quick break and then uh, give you more in, uh, local sports news. Caps United are close to bringing back a home midfielder Blessing Sarupinda on loan uh, as they seek to turn around their fortunes in the second half of the season. The 23-year-old midfielder is desperate for football action after experiencing a frustrating stint in South Africa in the last 10 months. He leaves as one of the brightest prospects, Alois, uh, in our local league. He fails at one of the smallest clubs in the uh, DSTV Premiership. What does well, that good. say about our In, football? Indictment. That mm. actually clearly shows where we are, what we are producing. We have always said it, that we are producing half-bagged players in this country. People don't want to listen. Mm. You know, it's not just about playing in EPSL football mm. and we think it would be territory bro. As long as we are not developing these players, Mike, we will never get there. That's why most of the players that are going to South Africa, they are not making it. They are going to the Glad Africa League then they are going back. Some of them are not even making it in the in, first in, division in, yeah. in South Africa. And that's it's concerning. really bad. It's all because of all these things that we were talking about. Restructuring and development of football. And it starts from Division 5, and it yes. starts from under 12. Yes. And uh, making sure, of course, uh, that uh, everything really builds up uh, to producing uh, good, good players. It used to be that when our players went to South Africa, uh, they used to go to the biggest and best clubs. And, and dominate. And, and become and, the stars. And dominate yeah. and become the stars of uh, the South African League. Uh, news out of Bulawayo is that Highlanders have been linked with signing two of their former players, Brian Banda, as well as McClive Piri, when the transfer window opens at the beginning McClive of next is another retaining. Uh, Piri is also training with the team after parting ways the Venda Football Academy in South Africa. He could be signed if he impresses new uh, Highlanders uh, coach uh, Jose Brito. <laughs> and of course, uh, Banda uh, is looking to rejoin uh, Borso from FC Platinum. Premier League uh, teams will be allowed to register and deregister players from the 1st of July. Coming up, your local sports news roundup, rugby, netball and handball. Hi, my name is Rune Shamba, my Toria's super striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. Start off with some rugby news where after clinching the Rugby Africa Under-20 Bath Trophy in April, Zimbabwe's Under-20 Rugby team will return to international action and take part in an exciting international series to be played in Canada in August. The Junior Sables will battle it out against host Canada, Uruguay and Chile in the high-profile four-nation tournament supported by the game's global governing body, World Rugby. With the absence of the World Rugby Under-20 Trophy, the international series will allow teams to test themselves against new opposition ahead of the global competitions return next year. 
in netball news after winning the coaches player of the season award Zimbabwe netball captain Felistas Kwangwa has won the hearts of many as she has been voted the fans player of the season in the netball super league where she plays for England club Surrey Storm this was Kwangwa's second season with Surrey Storm after the club re-signed her and she did not disappoint helping the team to finish seventh in the just ended season we'll finish off with some handball news where it seems Zimbabwe handball federation will have to wait a bit longer to host the international handball federation trophy zone six after the African Handball Federation moved the event again. The regional tournament was scheduled for April before it was moved to July. The dates were then changed again just to further changes on the handball calendar and competition was rescheduled for June. However, the tournament has been indefinitely postponed as Zimbabwe was set to host the event. Do not touch my radio. Hey, this is National Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. From sunny Melbourne to the streets of Monaco, the deserts of Bahrain to the jungles of Brazil, get up to speed on the Formula One Report. The Formula One Report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Expand your lifestyle with the next generation multi-purpose vehicle that's MPV. The all-new Mitsubishi Expander MPV blends futuristic dynamic shield design with ever-reliable performance and true seven-seater spaciousness to effortlessly expand your lifestyle. Whether you're driving around town or vacationing with friends and family, the Expander gives you all the style, ruggedness and practicality you could ask for, enabling you to take on a wide range of terrains with confidence and zero compromises on comfort. The Dynamic Shield design projects confidence uh, with sporty alloy wheels and wide flared fenders. Uh, The expander says toughness and power at the first glance. It's an impression of rugged protection that's backed up by halogen headlamps for night visibility. When the road is rough, flooded or fully loaded, you can handle it with confidence thanks to the expander's superior ground clearance. Plus, with a suspension fitted with shock absorbers with high performance valves that reduce vibrations and a minimum turning radius of 5 5.2 meters. The expander handles with the agility of a much smaller vehicle and is optimized to deliver a stable and comfortable drive, especially during cornering or on windy roads. Stay tuned to ZFM Sport for more. Uh, let's get into the news and uh, it's a better news uh, for Mercedes fans and of course uh, fans of former world champion Lewis Hamilton and uh, he's been given a huge confidence boost after overcoming a tough start to the weekend to finish third at the Canadian Grand Prix Hamilton who managed only his second podium finish off season 2022 and his first since opening the, the opening round of the year in Bahrain cut a much happier figure afterwards uh, than he had two days earlier it's quite overwhelming, honestly, to, to get this third place. Um, it's been such a battle this year. 
uh, with the car and, and um, as a team, but we continue to stay vigilant and focused and never giving up. And that's something I'm so proud of and inspired by my, my, my crew. So thank you to, to everyone that's here and, and back at the factory. They're a little bit too quick for us at the moment. I was giving it everything, but um, we're getting closer. So we just got to keep pushing, keep pushing. Eventually, we hopefully, we'll be in the fight with these guys. Our pace was quite good, particularly in the second phase of the, of the stint. And we did a lot of work back in the simulator, but also here to get the setup right. So um, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm ecstatic. I think, as I said, didn't expect this coming into the weekend. It's my second podium of the year. So this feels really special, especially in where I got my first Grand Prix win. I love it here in Montreal. So big thank you to all the Canadians. Lewis Hamilton uh, saying that he hadn't expected uh, to finish on the podium and that's simply because you know what uh, if you take a look or you followed what happened uh, the practice sessions as well mm. as qualifying over the weekend he had labeled the car as undrivable and a disaster uh, and this was after a difficult uh, Friday uh, practice uh, at the Canadian Grand Prix so we must give credit to the team in the paddock uh, for making sure that you know what they got a tune out of this car which he didn't think would give him anything at all yeah absolutely not bad for a, for a P3, not bad for, for a car that was undrivable and a disaster. Um, but I, I certainly agree with him on one point that I think there should be less experiments by Mercedes. I think they should they, they, they need to be a little more certain about the setup that's going to help them to be competitive. And I think they've found that sort of happy place. And now it's a question of tweaks uh, to make the car more competitive. Yeah, they don't have the pace. He admitted as much in that, in that post-race interview uh, that uh, Red Bull has got the pace. Ferrari's got the pace. They don't yet. Uh, but now I think they are far closer than they were earlier in the season. Red Bull certainly has the pace, Chris. Uh, if you take a look at Max Verstappen, it's beginning to look all too easy for him. <laughs> Literally. Um, I think at the beginning of the season we're seeing a lot more competition um, between Ferrari and Red Bull, but the more we see Max Verstappen, and again, credit to his engineers, they're getting the best out of this car. And when you just take a look, it's simple things like just the incredible straight line speed. I think when you're taking a look at races like Montreal, that's where you're really going to see it. That's where... Um, this car really shows off and just that points gap I think he's got over 50 points now between him and uh, Sergio Perez um, also of Red Bull so it's the gap is widening and it's going to take quite some clawing back I know Lewis Hamilton talks about clawing back but I, I don't know if that's a that's a realistic no, proposition he's, he's 97 <laughs> points behind uh, yeah. it's never going to happen uh, I can assure uh, all the unless you know what Max Verstappen has got about five did not finishes and yeah. then Lewis Hamilton wins all those races yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's going to be very difficult to close the gap but taking a look at those standings Max Verstappen leading the way 175 points Sergio Perez his teammate has got 129 he's in second in third is Charles Leclerc Ferrari on 126 George Russell of Mercedes has got 111 points he's in fourth and color signs of Ferrari 102 points he is in fifth Lewis Hamilton is in sixth with 77 points the constructors standings Red Bull lead, leads the way three or four Ferrari 228, Mercedes 188, McLaren 65, and the Alpine Renault has got 57 points in fifth place. Next up is the British Grand Prix at Silverstone next weekend. Now, in case you just joined us, we're talking about the Mitsubishi Expand uh, multi-purpose vehicle. Now, its smooth performance, low fuel consumption, and reduced noise is the result of its highly durable 1.5-litre Myvec DOHC, that's double overhead camshaft, 16-valve aluminium block engine. Uh, this spirit, spirited engine puts ample power at your command and more than enough torque to carry seven adults up a steep mountain pass with ease. So if you're going out to Nyanga and visiting Alois's relatives, uh, you'll be absolutely fine. <laughs> 
They expand the features, <laughs> a range of innovative uh, safety features as standard, protecting not just you, but your passengers and other road users. With all its incredible safety features, it's one of the safest cars on the road. The Expander reflects Mitsubishi's belief in omotenashi, a Japanese word which captures the way in which the Japanese hosts pay attention to detail. From ergonomics to flexible seating and multi-purpose storage, the concept of omotenashi can be seen throughout the Expander's quality touches and thoughtful features. It offers flexible seating for seven adults to travel in style and the multi-function steering wheel features Bluetooth voice control for hands-free communication. And then there's the storage uh, from the double compartment glove box to the cargo flow box and the underseat storage, not to mention power sockets in every row of seats. Uh, the Expander is designed to put every need within hand's reach. Plus, with a rear air circulator and a passenger compartment surrounded by a special material that effectively absorbs sound and vibration, everyone can enjoy a quiet ride at just the right temperature. The all-new Mitsubishi Expander has arrived in Zimbabwe and is available from Zimoko uh, for an unbelievable price of 29,900 US dollars all inclusive. The price also includes a 100,000 kilometer or three-year warranty, whichever comes first, and a first free service with Zimoko. Visit Osem Levy's Village, Borodo, and test drive this amazing multi-purpose Mitsubishi for yourself. Mitsubishi, drive your ambition. The Formula One report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Hi, you're listening to ZFM Sport. My name's Graham Sharp, and I'm the first Zimbabwean to take on the Dakar Rally in a bike. Z. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We take off in England where World Athletics President Sebastian Coe has hinted track and field could follow swimming and bringing in a tougher policy on transgender athletes competing in women's events. Swimming's governing body, FINA, announced on Sunday it intends to set up an open category to allow transgender athletes to compete in a separate class. According to FINA's new policy, transgender athletes will not be allowed to compete in any fe- in female events unless they can prove they have not experienced any element of male puberty. We'll head over to South Africa where Proteus coach Mark Boucher has delighted with the good depth in the South African system and believes continuity in selection will be key ahead of the of October's T20 World Cup. The Proteus have returned to South Africa from a drawn 2-5 match T20 International Series against India after Sunday's T20 was rained out in Bangalore. The squad arrived in the squad arrived last night and they will get some downtime before embarking on a tour to Europe. And in some not-so-surprising news, in the United States, Brooks Kepka will quit the PGA Tour and join the Saudi-backed Live Golf Invitational Series. It's understood the four-time major winner, who has removed all references to the PGA Tour from his social media profiles, will tee it up in the second event in Portland next week. Barry, this is not surprising at all, and we're going to see more of this. It's a, it's a money issue, and uh, in, in truth, they shouldn't have allowed the first Live Golf event to take place, because the minute it did, uh, then everyone was like, oh, okay. 
so there's money over there. Mm. I'm going over there. And Brooks Kepka is following the money. Mike, do you think that a middle ground is going to be found anytime soon? Or is this going to be more of a longitudinal process? Bearing in mind the PGA Tour is losing more and more athletes. Uh, I don't think they can stop uh, the uh, live tournaments. Uh, but I also don't think uh, that the PGA is ever going to go extinct. Uh, mm. Just uh, from a legacy point of view. But they've got to find each other. Uh, and for me, the suggestion would be to allow the players to play in both. I think have a compromise where Liv is not played throughout the year, uh, but is played at a certain part of the season. Pretty much like I said, like the IPL. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, played for two, three months, yeah. allow the players to make it, uh, to coin, make money, and then get back like to the Champions League. Calendar. Exactly, yeah, the yeah. Champions League. The hits. You'll say your way. Operator. 0731-168-045. Lenny Makoni, Glenora Spaceman. Uh, he says, guys, let's talk reality. On June the 6th, I posted this. Man is keeping receipts. And we can't expect <laughs> any of our, our national sports teams to compete with other nations, considering we don't have strong grassroots levels. We're always looking for shortcuts to success with regards to national team events. Every time, always going back to the drawing board. Can't disagree with that, Chris. That's accurate. Really, really accurate. Um, in fact, where we're headed now seems a much darker place than we've been at this point. Yeah, we, we just don't seem, and uh, to be, uh, for me, I just think that uh, the, the, the Minister of Sport has got to come out now. Um, you know, Minister Kirsty Coventry has now been in office for at least, uh, what is it, four years yeah. uh, in office and we still don't have a national sports policy. Yeah. That is concerning. What is the direction that our sport is supposed to take from a broad perspective? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we don't have that direction. We've got nothing that we can sort of like use as a yardstick uh, to hold the National Sports Associations uh, accountable as far as development is concerned. Yeah, and remember the last time we actually got a soundbite from... From her she was talking about the fact that the national sports associations need to come up with their own plans mm. which is it's, it's completely counterintuitive and we're, we're gonna need the ministry of sport the director in there to actually get to working because i think there's an entire generation or two now that have been affected by the lack of mm. that national sports policy uh, Leclerc, I'm serious. i think carlos signs is better oh, i don't think so uh because i just take a look at those standings and they tell me that Leclerc <laughs> has got more points than Carlos Sainz so, <laughs> so we can't claim that Sainz is better than Leclerc and, and Carlos Sainz didn't put enough pressure on uh, on um, Max Verstappen despite being in a good position he was in a good position fresher tyres he couldn't put any pressure on, on uh, Max Verstappen when he was leading that Canadian Grand Prix so I think that shows that I think Carlos Sainz might have uh, potential but uh, listen there's, there, he's definitely not better than Charles Leclerc this message reads I think Minister of Sport must take charge we need to have direction for our sport clear structures and clear organizations uh, keep your messages coming in and why on earth was Kasta Semenya banned that's all from our friend out in Poland yeah now 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 it's, it's that's the, a- the R we should we use the R word which is what racism, racism. Yeah. Yeah. yeah should we use it because when it comes to transgender athletes and athletes who have 
had male puberty have gone through that process there seems to be more leniency yes where it's been oh, proven we need to understand them. yes that casta is a woman she may have high testosterone but it's been proven over and over she has undergone test after test so what's the difference between her and the, at- the other athletes the color of her skin yeah, yeah absolutely Lawrence uh, uh, in Swansea in the United Kingdom uh, says uh, the problem is bigger than uh, that sports in Zimbabwe uh, imagine a system who set up a committee of people that need to be paid of which we do not have the money to pay players and coaches but we can bring in a committee for what is that a working committee are they being paid by the way of course would, would anyone sit not on that committee doing research for nothing? <laughs> They'd be paid. Like, yeah, they'll get paid. By okay, maybe paid. they won't get officially paid, but I think whenever they are making their travels, there's quite handsome allowances, uh, I would assume. I trust, wow. I trust, I actually trust that, and I would I would obviously urge the SRC to, to dispute it, but I would trust that there are actually allowances that are given, either sitting allowances, mm-hmm. so yeah. when they have meetings, or they're actually on a retainer for the period in, on which they, yeah, they, signed, they signed a contract that's definitive, I, I, think they're get, I think they're getting paid. Yeah, they're, they're getting, getting paid. paid. And of course, yeah. they're staying in five-star hotels. Uh, <laughs> Wherever you can find them. <laughs> let's hope that uh, they haven't had, of course, to have their hot water delivered in buckets. Oh. But uh, that's a story for another day. They can carry their own. Yeah, they can carry their own. Just, just, just get in touch with the housekeeping. Uh, it says, hi, guys. Before you go any further, please apologize to Raheem Sterling on my behalf. I think Sterling was listening to the show yesterday. in Darota Ajindit Somas. I You can't compare me with Pulisic. I <laughs> <laughs> nice one, guys. Nah, yeah, 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 you, you, you should apologize. We'll take your apologize. Sorry, Raheem. Up to him. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. what's this nigga? Raz. Sorry, Raz. Well, on that point, I think we need to kick off the beautiful game. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The big leagues. The big teams. The big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. Horsepower unmatched. Talk to beat the best. Speed unrivaled. Sleek and easy on the eye. Let's get behind the wheel of football engineered to perfection. The Bundesliga, made in Germany. Yep, in Germany, Liverpool forward Sadio Mane has landed in Germany on a private jet uh, in order to undergo a medical and sign for Bundesliga champions Bayern Munich. After touching down at the city's airport, Mane was taken to a Munich hospital (laughs) hotel, (laughs) Munich hospital for a medical exam by Bayern's uh, team doctor. Now, football pundit Alejandro Moreno says Sadio Mane will be an outstanding player for Bayern Munich. Sadio Mane, you can make the argument towards the later part of the season, was the best player for Liverpool. So where Mohamed Salah was fading in the end, it was Sadio Mane that was scoring the important goals and the important moments for Liverpool that kept them in the race. And he will continue to do that for Bayern Munich. That won't disappear. I think Sadio Mane will be an outstanding player for Bayern Munich. There's a point to prove from Sadio Mane's perspective, and that is, okay, my success wasn't just because I was on the platform that Liverpool provided me and Jurgen Klopp and Mohamed Salah. There is something to what I brought 
that wasn't always appreciated, and I'm gonna take that to Bayern Munich, and I'm gonna make it special. And it's gonna be my story, not the story of other players that were around me, and I just happened to be another piece. I think there is something here for Sadio Mane in taking this jump and saying, I'm gonna separate myself from Liverpool. It was a great time, I enjoyed it, but I think this is a challenge that I wanna take on. See. Alejandro Moreno adding uh, so much spice to that and putting words into Sadio Mane's uh, mouth. I, 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 I'm I doubtful that uh, Sadio Mane is even thinking uh, to that extent. Uh, I mean, the transfer is expected to cost 41 million euros uh, for Dr. John Mangbujga. That's 35 million pounds or 43 million dollars. Uh, and I think Sadio Mane, yes, number one, wants a new challenge. Number two, uh, it's going to offer him more money, so it makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense to actually move to Bayern because they he could see that he was not going to get as much money as he wanted. Uh, at Liverpool, you know, sometimes players, they look at the pay packet and they want to make hay while the sun shines. Oh, you know, sure. they want to make as much money as they can while they are still at their uh, at their peak. I, I think that's a good decision. Bayern Munich is still a big club yep. in yep. European football, so it's not a town, it's, it's not it's not downscaling at no. all. You know, he's staying at the same level but getting more money. You know, I think uh, the, 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 the pandy day is uh, actually dramatic. Yep. You know, he's, he's, he's is being dramatic. I don't think Mane has got a, a war to wage against against Liverpool. Of course, he wants to prove to himself that he is a good player. Any player wants to stay at the top. Yes. Any, any player wants to do well for any club that he plays for. So I think this is an ambition for Sadio Mane that I'm going. He's not doing it to spite Liverpool at all. He's doing it for himself and Bayern Munich. And Chris, the one un- inalienable fact is that he's a he's a quality player. Was uh, easily Liverpool's best player in the in the in the running and the the, the end of a. a, a very very good season for for Liverpool. Uh, so consequently, his quality is absolutely undoubted, and it, it makes sense that Bayern Munich would want a quality player in their ranks. Yeah, and I think when you take a look at the situation at Bayern, um, they had their own holes to plug. I think when you took a look at them last season, um, I think their coach as well coming in, young guy. Obviously, he wants his own pieces in that team, and I think oh. Sadio Mane is going to come in and be one of those key pieces um, for the. 34-year-old, I think he is. <laughs> Youngest coach um, out in the Bundesliga. So yeah. I he's think very, this yeah, is yeah, also yeah. part of the coach's uh, He's losing a lot of goals with uh, Robert Lewandowski uh, leaving there. So he's got to replace those goals somehow. He w- and that's that's not to say Sadio Mane will replace the goals, but certainly the effect on games will be. It's now, Mike, ex-Liverpool striker Dean Saunders had this to say on the move to Bayern for Sadio Mane. He believes that there is no challenge in the Bundesliga. He reckons it's a step down. Okay, firstly, he believes that there's no challenge in the Bundesliga. He attributes that to uh, Bayern Munich winning the last uh, the title uh, 10 years in a row. And he believes that uh, the, the Senegalese forward will be wasting the next two years of his career. Discuss. I think, I think it's uh, the usual British arrogance oh, that, yeah. so sure. that we get. Yeah, uh, because uh, they want to talk about competition. Uh, what competition is there in, in England where it's uh, City and Liverpool uh, going head-to-head uh, over the last uh, four or so seasons? Uh, and then there's a 20 point gap uh, between the top T uh, top two and then uh, the chasing pack mm. so we, we could argue uh, that to be honest if we are talking about the most competitive league why didn't we uh, urge him to go and join uh, the Italian Serie A yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where yeah. there were at least five six clubs that were in the mix and yeah. uh, you know what uh, competing for a very long time in that league so this I think is is just 
just a question of uh, someone who's disappointed uh, yeah. that uh, Liverpool is, 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 is uh, that Liverpool is losing a yes. key player, yes. uh, and then also that the English Premier League is losing, uh, is losing well. a key player as well. Key he was one of the highlights exactly. of yeah. the league, but yeah. Um, yeah. Bundesliga. I mean, when we talk about the teams that sit at the top table of European football, uh, Bayern Munich is one of those teams. Yeah, one of those uh, teams they've yeah. won, I think, one less Champions League title than Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, so they're right there, uh, they're right, right there, there, yeah, there yeah, about. Yeah. So uh, for and me, and also in the league, I mean, the uh, Bayern Munich took some L's from from surprising teams last season, mm. meaning that it's a very competitive league. So I just totally disagree. No, I think that this is just a change of scenery. Yeah. Uh, a player who wants a fresh challenge, yeah. uh, and he's going to add value to Bayern Munich. Uh, and I think for me, it's a good career move uh, for yeah. for Sadio Mane. And I think he, he thought about it, well thought out move. Remember, he speaks German, yeah. having spent uh, time in Austria at Salzburg. Yeah. Uh, so he doesn't have to adjust, learn a new language. Yeah. If he had gone to Italy or Spain, you'd have had to well, do his at on his tomorrow age. It'll likely be in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you and you you love the atmosphere as yeah. well. He's not losing that. There's a very good atmosphere. This in was German his football. last big paycheck. Yes, yeah. Yeah. simple. That's Straight all up. it is. <laughs> And now the king of them all. Enjoy the taste of French football on ZFM Sport. All right. Now, Paris Saint-Germain denied reports that Nice coach Christophe Galtier will be named the Parisian club's new coach. Talks were held with former Real Madrid manager uh, Zinedine Zidane, uh, but his preference is to take over from Didier Deschamps as France manager after the Winter's World Cup. Uh, Should the job become available, numerous media publications have reported Paris Saint-Germain are aiming to appoint uh, Christophe Galtier from Nice after he led his club to fifth place finish in Ligue 1. Let's hear more from French football pundit Julien Lorenz. But they also have to write a check to Nice to get Galtier. And that's complicated. Let's put it that way. He's got two years left on his contract in Nice. So you would have to pay between okay, five sorry, and ten sorry. million. They chased Zidane for too long. Far too long. But the best thing is they, they, they will end up paying between five and ten million to Nice. For, for Galtier. Ma- for Galtier. For managers that Nice don't want anymore. They don't want to work with Galtier anymore. I mean, what a club. This is, this is just special. Z. Now, many people will ask who's Christophe Galtier, Mike, <laughs> and wonder whether he's the sort of quality that Paris Saint-Germain should be bringing in. But he's actually a good coach. Yeah, good coach uh, for me, but uh, I just have my doubts about... Uh, the story, the big stage. Yeah, uh, about him going to uh, a PSG uh, side that has the greatest player of all time in Messi mm. and then mm. he's got the guy who's set to to sort of like inherit the throne. The heir apparent. Mbappe. That, that, that's, that's a team with big And the guy in the middle. Neymar, and there's also uh, and only then, someone in the middle. And, and then there's Neymar as well, <laughs> who apparently they're trying to sell. Yes. Uh, yeah. Apparently they want to shift him because... Uh, I think there are doubts about uh, his, his his mental state and his contribution in the dressing room. Yep. And I think they feel that they can get more if Mbappe is aligned to Messi and then you just have those two players. So I think they're trying to shift him to Juventus and mm-hmm. uh, it remains to be seen if Juventus got the appetite. Yeah. They should try United. United tend to buy anyone <laughs> uh, who's available. <laughs> we had to United. I don't mind him at United though. <laughs> uh, does he want to come and play Europa though? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's no, that's I, 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 I wouldn't mind him at United. The, 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 the question about Christophe Cartier, I mean, <laughs> Paris Saint-Germain has denied it, but uh, Alois, he won the league with Lille in 2021, uh, 2021 uh, and that was 
sort of everyone was surprised about yeah. that and, and, the, and the, the quality of the man. Is this a name thing that he doesn't have the name and the profile for him to move to Paris Saint-Germain? Yeah, uh, this, uh, these things come with, uh, with, with, with doubts, uh, Barry. You know, uh, we, we, we had... Um, we had the Italian. What's what's his name again? Um, the name just ran away from me. He won the league with Leicester. Mm-hmm. You know, he did. Ranieri. Ranieri. Yes, he, did, he won the league with Leicester, and everybody, wow, big coach. Yeah. Then he went on to flop in the uh, in the in the bigger job that uh, that that he got. So we don't know yet. This is a gamble mm-hmm. that you take with uh, with guys, yes with like that. I think Paris Saint Germain would want somebody established. You know, like what Real Madrid did, uh, take Cancelotti, you, you, you're comfortable yeah. that you know that this is a guy who has been there. He has done that. I think I, I could have gone that with, with, uh, with um, Zidane. I could have gone that route, but I'm not sure about Zidane waiting for the national team coaching job. Who said he's... he's is, I don't know, man. He, well, he, he, the, he he's rebuffed. But someone would have no, would have had something. So, some some managers, I think, sometimes they have uh, personal ambitions, yeah. Uh, yeah. and yeah. Uh, it may be Zidane's um, ambition to win the World Cup. Yes, yes. and also taking as a, as, a, as a coach. Yeah, at this generation of French players, and thinking to himself, you know what? If, if there easy was job. a time, <laughs> yeah. if there no. ever was a it's time, now. It's, it's now, now. Yeah, uh, yeah. to to get the business done. Now we've just had uh, um, a correction here. Bayern actually is the same number of Champions Leagues as Liverpool, which is six. Yes, yeah, uh, Thank yeah. you so much for that correction. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I, I don't know, but I have my doubts, to be honest. Uh, yeah, Gautier, maybe, maybe he may be able to get the job done. It's possible. You, you never know. But uh, it's a reach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's a reach. It's a, bit it's, of a reach. it's a gamble mm. that will he be able to do the job. Let's keep it. Who's keep available, it. though? That's the other thing. We, we yeah, always know who can chairs. they get realistically. Who can they get Who's available without taking Tuchel back? <laughs> yes, without taking Tuchel back. <laughs> it's, there's no one. There's and and no Tuchel, the way he's handed the Lukaku, yeah. uh, Timo yeah, Werner. Uh, get me, he, he just doesn't seem. Conte is a Spurs and yeah. he's already moving on. And with, he's, with yeah, his yeah, and he's building mean, a, a yeah, pretty formidable him, squad. The money. Uh, the, the only I person that can, missed out on this, I believe, that he, they should have taken uh, what's his name? Uh, Germany, Germany manager now. It was Hansi Flick. Hansi Hansi Flick. Flick. They should have taken Flick. When now? When when he was when he was in between in between oh, jobs just when he was negotiating yeah. with the yeah. with the D yeah. 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 But, but sometimes you know they, they, there's a bit of uh, they had Tuchel back then yeah. they made an uh, you know it's because Auntie Flick would have turned that, that, it, it, that it's about it's about uh, it's about timing yeah it's so, about so PSG they're wandering they're wandering around yeah. they, 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 hey, who do you get they're not Calisto Pasua <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Pizzo well, that that'll lead us nicely <laughs> to Rocky <laughs> Wednesday <laughs> tomorrow's Rocky Wednesday everyone don't miss it make God richly bless you. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Manandi, out. And it's Messi. It is the cleanest that clean finishes from the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such, such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis. Right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station.
Hi, this is Mike Mundell, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.